0: Welcome to Steamy Stories. This daily podcast features the best developing authors of love stories, along with exotic journals of passionate and explicit human interaction. Our curators have selected stories each day, bringing a diverse collection of storylines. Some are historic, some are futuristic, but they all relate to the human quest of physical and emotional desires for sexual expression. We delve into the youthful discovery of sexuality. We chronicle the vast expressions of healthy affection and sex drive. We feature the creative ways that real people overcome life's adversities and limitations and still find sexual fulfillment. And we celebrate the successes of people who restore losses in their love life and go on living in a pleasurable and generous
1: way. Balanced sexuality is essential to health care for body, soul, and spirit subscribe to steamy stories podcast in your mobile apps and browsers
0: and now today's story
1: Snogwart school goddess part one students of slither in house find a sex goddess by jane 700 bond listen to the podcast at steamy stories preface while boarding school did a reasonable job of separating boys and girls it could not stop us being normal horny teens and experimenting. They had separate single-sex boarding houses, but this generally meant that, at night, girls would experiment with girls and boys would experiment with boys. Then they would experiment with the opposite sex in small forgotten rooms and outbuildings and in the woods and fields that surrounded the school. Oriella, a British girl aged 18, when this story starts, might appear to have more experience than would be otherwise expected. She is no virgin. The heroine is taught in the story, By the young teacher, Gabriella Peacock the sex goddess awakens desires in others and lets them fulfill their own fantasies through her own vast appetite for sex. She does not enslave. She gives and takes pleasure and fun. Love Jane. All characters in this story are at least 18. Part 1. Snogwarts was the premier school of wizardry in the world and it was seven years after Aurelia Devine and her other 11-year-old contemporaries had first arrived at the enormous castle in the far north of Scotland. Now 18, they had started their final year and were to take their advanced level wizarding exams. Being 18 gave them some privileges over the younger students. For example, she only had to share a room with one other girl instead of five, and 7th year students, like herself, had their own set of bathrooms and showers. She had looked forward to coming back to Snogwarts after the long summer holiday and catching up with old friends and lovers. There were twelve pupils in the top year in Slitherin house that had survived the earlier years and still remained at the school, six each of boys and girls. Oriella was universally acknowledged to have grown up to be beautiful. She was slim with black hair, stunning turquoise blue eyes and pale skin inherited from her Irish grandmother. As so often happens, she had grown during the long summer holidays. At 5'7", she now stood a good bit taller, was rather more curvaceous and her breasts had filled out nicely. This latter bit of growing made her very happy as she had been rather flat-chested until then, not really even in a cup and she hadn't worn bras. However, during this summer she was sure she could tell that her breasts had grown more each night of the holiday and she would experiment with them in front of the mirror before breakfast. Finally, in late August, she achieved an ambition, to be able to play with her nipples with her own tongue. Soon, she thought, she would be able to suck her own teats. She deliberately dressed in a short-cut t-shirt that was straining at the front as she wanted to show off her new weapons of sexual mass destruction. She appreciated the admiring glances from the people she passed in the street, and in one or two cases, where she fancied the looker, returned the glance with a mischievous smile before she moved on. She had also noticed, the more her tits filled out, the more randy she was becoming. One adventurous day, late in the holiday, she had decided to go and look for some new bras that would fit her fast-maturing body. This was to be her first proper bra fitting and Oriella was a little nervous about what was involved. Walking into the lingerie shop she noticed a rather stern woman behind the till and a much younger assistant with a nice face who Oriella thought was rather lovely. Choosing to ignore the matron and talk to the girl instead, together they discussed potential styles and colors and then, finding the girl ever more attractive, Oriella shyly asked if she could have a proper fitting. Oriella was so glad it was the young girl and not the foreboding manager who was to help her in such a personal manner. Cheerily the girl called out to the manager what she had been asked to do and led Oriella to the back of the shop. They squeezed themselves together into a small fitting room and both girls seemed to appreciate the closeness that this entailed. Currently Oriella was braless and she was aware that her now rather prominent and hard nipples protruded through the cotton of her top. Rather nervously Oriella stripped off her t-shirt to reveal her newly blossomed breasts and the girl stood for a moment apparently admiring them, but maybe just sizing her up professionally, Oriella thought. The young girl's tongue was peeking through her lips as she concentrated. The sight of it began to make Oriella feel a little horny, but she had a first got a real buzz of excitement when the girl passed the tape measure around her back and then under her breasts, gently lifting them slightly with warm hands to get the tape underneath and to measure her chest properly. It was the first time anyone else had touched these new larger and rounder mounds and she was surprised at how sensitive they were. Then the girl had really made her gasp as she lifted her breasts again and then moved the tape up and tightened it over Oriella's nipples, the shop girl's face showed a knowing impish grin. They were alone together in the small fitting room close enough to hug and Oriella was certain the girl would love to play a much more dangerous game in the curtain square if she had dared. The girl's tongue was sticking out through her lips again as, with great absorption, She put her nose an inch from Oriella's chest and then read out the measurement with a surprising huskiness in her voice, 34-inch C cup, I think. Shall I go and get some for you to try on? The girl rather slowly pulled the tape from Oriella's chest, brushing as if accidentally the aureoles and hardened nipples, there was so little room, and it was such an intimate role she played, it could have been an accident, not... Oriella felt a heat between her legs as the girl swished through the curtain and disappeared leaving her standing alone, half naked. She wondered about how horny she had become over the last couple of months as new hormones cruised her body. She seemed to think about sex more and more every day, her mind imagining a whole karma sutra of different possibilities with both boys and girls. Humping her large teddy bear had been the first surprise, The coldness of its glass nose on her clit and the bear's soft fur between her legs made her appreciate the old stuffed toy in a very different way than when she had been a child. Then there was the head of the power shower while what did that do when she sprayed between her legs and soaked herself? Then she had experimented in the kitchen when her parents were out. Olive oil was good, but coconut oil was better especially when used to lubricate the banana with which she tested the tightness of her love canal by slowly parting her pussy lips with the black tip and gently pushing it in. The thing really to avoid, she discovered to her cost, was chili oil. She had had to sit crying in a cold bath for half an hour after trying that on her clit and was not going to forget the heat of that exceedingly hot burning and painful orgasm. Even though it was a warm late August day, Oriella felt goose pimples rising on her bare skin, especially around her exposed nipples and she shivered. The girl was about Oriella's age, a little shorter, with her blonde hair tied tidily up in a ponytail. She had golden-brown eyes which seemed to look through Oriella and know her deepest desires. Oriella could tell the girl was experienced in dealing with bras as the girl's chest was front-heavy and needed good support. It would have had a challenge getting that pair of whoppers through adolescence without a substantial investment in fitting sessions she must have had a lot of fans at school. Now, in a low-cut white top the deep tight valley of her cleavage exuded sex appeal and invited an investigation into the warm hidden depths of its crevasse. Oriella wondered at her size, 34D or, more probably, double D, she thought, but did not know the answer. The girl's lips were full like Oriella's, and she was wearing a fashionable scarlet lip gloss. As she had turned to leave Oriella could not help but clock her beautiful pert backside in tight-fitting leggings. Nice, she thought, and imagined for a moment cupping that butt, whilst grinding herself into the girl as they kissed deeply, fiery hot nipples rubbing together. The heat and moisture between Oriella's legs became more noticeable and she felt the blood rise to her cheeks. After a few minutes, the girl came back with a pile of boxes. Shall I help you try them on? She asked innocently. Oriella nodded, being her first time at a bra fitting, she barely dared to think what helping might involve, just having the girl measuring her had been arousing enough. The first bra was rear fastening and she put her hands out in front of her, hovering inches above the tempting cleavage, as the girl threaded the straps up over her arms and then carefully and gently lifted Oriella's breasts into the cups to make them comfortable. Oriella shuddered with a little gasp of pleasure as the hands slowly molded her flesh into the right position. The girl then leaned forward putting her head over Oriella's shoulder so she could see to fasten the bra at the back. The movement forward pushed the girl's own breasts into Oriella's hands. As Oriella hastily moved her arms to the side, the girl leant further forward and her own young covered bosom created a firm contact with Oriella's increasingly hard and aroused exposed peaks. The girl expertly did up the bra and held the embrace for a few moments longer than necessary before moving her chin slowly back over Oriella's shoulder. Very deliberately, she kept her chin in firm contact with Oriella's skin as she moved her head down over Oriella's chest. Finally, the girl stopped with her nose rested on the link between the two cups of Oriella's cleavage. Oriella stood there quietly, so close to the girl that she could smell the sweetness of the girl's breath. In a sudden a state of anticipation and rising desire, Auriella's heart began to race. I better test the tightness. The girl said with a gulp, moving back slightly and leaving a gap of air between their heaving bosoms. With an air of expert concentration, she inserted a finger of each hand under the left and right straps and tested the tension. Then she moved her fingers around to the front inside the bras material. She stopped, rather unprofessionally with a finger on each nipple, then slowly inserting her thumbs up inside the cups, she pinched the teats gently making Oriella even more aroused. A bit tight. She said loudly, as if to an audience beyond the curtain. Shall we try the next cup size up? Reluctantly, Oriella thought, the girl removed one of her hands and put her finger to her lips whilst miming a warning at the curtain with her eyes there was a rustle outside and an authoritative female voice asked how are things going Amelia? Okay Miss Havisham, the newly named Amelia replied we'll find the right fitting in a minute or two. Fine, came the response I'll be by the till if you need me. Again a rustle and footsteps moved away. I'm sorry, whispered Amelia to Oriella. but I'm going to have to behave. As if to contradict herself, she hovered her mouth directly over Oriella's breasts as she seductively reached around and neatly undid the bra. As the breasts came free her sweet lips were apart and a drop of saliva escaped and slowly dropped onto Oriella's newly unconstrained left breast. The girl stared at the glistening drop for a moment and then quickly darted forward and took Oriella's nipple in her mouth, at the same time she passionately began to play with the other nipple with her hand, rubbing the teat between her fingers. Oriella gasped and grasped Amelia's butt, cheeks, and ground her hot crotch into the girl, hoping their now-engorged clits would connect somehow through their thin summer clothes. Half-naked, Oriella had never felt so hot. After a little while and some heavy breathing, aloud Amelia said, as normally as she could, have you tried a front-fastening bra? With which she pulled her own top downward and unfastened her own bra as if demonstrating how it worked. Oriella gazed with amazement at the grapefruit-sized tits and dived forward to take one of Amelia's amazing large brown nipples in her own mouth. In sudden desperation for sexual satisfaction, she thrust her hand down the front of Amelia's leggings and with urgency found her way through the flimsy panties to Amelia's hot, hot pussy lips and started massaging her sex. Another rustle outside and Oriella smiled mischievously at Amelia as she said loudly I think front fastening is much more convenient but can I try the next size up? Yes of course, miss. Said Amelia and with Oriella's hand still rubbing hard inside her panties and desperately trying not to gasp or moan, she started rummaging loudly through the boxes. Here we are. Try this one. This one is a t-shirt bra, just great for what you're wearing. With the looming presence outside, Amelia shrugged and grinning naughtily. Carefully removed Oriella's hand from her damp pussy and putting it to her mouth, and briefly licked her own sex juices from the other girl's fingers. After one last desperate, deep honey-flavored kiss, Amelia straightened her clothes, handing Oriella the new bra and showed her how it fastened by demonstrating with her own. "That's perfect," called Oriella in a businesslike voice. "I'll keep this one on and take those, please." Checking in the mirror, she looked decent. Amelia turned to go through the curtain. Oriella had a last feel of her new friend's backside, slipping her hand between her legs and feeling the dampness there for a few moments. Using her thumb, she found Amelia's hot pussy lips through the material, making Amelia gasp before she moved off through the curtain. A moment later a woman thrust her head through and asked if everything was satisfactory. "'Excuse me,' said Oriella haughtily but I'm dressing, do you mind?' The head withdrew with embarrassed rapidity and for a moment Oriella sat down with a sigh, her hand undoing the button and then going down into her shorts to find her firm, stiff click crying out for satisfaction. After a moment or two she stood and started to pull on her t-shirt, but her hand went down into the tight darkness again for a few more moments of pleasure. She was still playing with herself and had her back to the curtain when Amelia came in. The girl stood, pressing herself hard against Oriella's back and licked her ear as she breathed deeply. Oriella could only just cope with the hot breath and tickling tongue, but when Amelia's hand thrust down the front of her shorts to join her own, she nearly came. Amelia said aloud, "Your bras, miss." She kissed Oriella on the back of the neck and passed over a piece of paper with her number on it. "Fancy a drink tonight?" she asked quietly, and then slipped away. Oriella adjusted herself then incredibly aware of the dampness between her legs and the smell of sex on her hand, she marched out past the manager into the sunlight. That night had been a great way to end the holiday. Amelia may have been a muggle, but she was a very sexy muggle and great fun to be with. After a short drink it was obvious that they couldn't wait to get back to exploring each other's bare barely adult bodies, So with sex hormones going wild in their 18 year old brains they almost ran from the pub to Amelia's small flat and were soon tearing each other's clothes off to try and cool their heated naked skin. It was wonderful for Oriella to bury her head in Amelia's large beautiful breasts and suckle her until Amelia groaned with longing. They were the biggest pair Oriella had ever played with and she loved the soft bouncing flesh and dark firm nipples. Oriella thought it so good to have her pussy licked and her clit teased by a girl who seemed to have much more experience than her school friend Paramour's. Oriella loved Amelia sitting on her face whilst she probed the girl's deep dark love tunnel with her tongue and gently nipping with her teeth. Sitting there, with Oriella's tongue licking deep inside her, Amelia then brought her clit to orgasm and let Oriella drink an eruption of honey juices when she came. Oriella had no idea that a girl could come like that. But lapped up the nectar as Amelia bucked and shuddered in climax. Oriella's face was now soaking wet with Amelia's cum juices, and this made her own need to come even more urgent. Amelia's hot, lubricated pussy slid easily over Oriella's breasts and stomach, leaving a snail trail of sex juices. And then Amelia turned around to kneel between Oriella's now spread-eagled legs. Amelia sucked Oriella's nipples while she fucked her with two fingers, ever enlarging her hot, pink, wet hole then finding the magic G spot and at the same time using her thumb on Oriella's clit Amelia was able to bring Oriella to a simultaneous climax Oriella screamed in pleasure as the orgasms made her entire body shudder and tingle it was the best sex she had ever had to date the two girls spent the night together sometimes snoozing until one or the other with exploring fingers would arouse the other and they would start their lovemaking again discovering new delights finally The dawn found them wrapped naked around each other in exhausted sleep. Now Oriella was back at Snogwarts and a year of intrigue, magic and adventure was ahead of her and in Slytherin House there was more chance of interesting sex than in any of the others. After her adventure with Amelia, Oriella thought it might be fun trying to win the role of house sex goddess and bring the poor reputation of Slytherin to new depths of depravity. Whilst an honor not recognized by the school officially, Sex goddess was a title given to one of the senior girls of Slytherin each year and, in celebration of her newly awakened sex drive, Aurelia thought of the excitement to be had on the way to be crowned. Slytherin was the naughty house at Snogwarts, where the virtuous and the boring were not welcome. Slytherin students were specially chosen by the sorting hat that magically recognized that they would grow up to be as randy as hell, the boys were filled with testosterone and the girls, nymphomaniacs. What could possibly go wrong in a boarding school house where the final year students were all 18, full of newfound magical powers and ready to experiment? Oriella had left the Snogwarts Express late in the afternoon and entered Siferin House, an ancient edifice of towers and dungeons. She went immediately to the house notice board. Firstly, there was a notice about uniforms. Because of the current warm weather, and to maintain a healthy well-ventilated body, Kilts and cotton shirts or blouses are the order of the day until the weather cools. In true Scots fashion kilts will be worn commando style by Siltherin students. By order, snake, housemaster. Because the school was in the north of Scotland, both sexes had a kilt as part of their uniform. The boys wore a more heavily pleated style, whilst the girls were lighter and shorter. The order to wear kilts was quite usual in warm weather but the order for commando style was normally just for the boys. Oriella was intrigued and thought the coolness it provided would be a welcome change from wearing knickers all the time. But uniforms weren't needed until the next day when lessons started. Oriella then looked to see who was sharing rooms with whom and was surprised to discover the name of her roommate was unknown to her. It was unusual for a new pupil to join in the final year. She went to the house master to ask who Lucille Elastique was and where had she come from. Dr. Snake was also Master of Defense Against the Dark Arts, or Dada for short, and, as suited the position, was a tall dark saturnine figure, about 35 years old. He often frightened the pupils of the other houses with his dark humor and ferocious tongue, but he has a soft spot for his own students and after seven years Oriella was on good terms with him. She knocked and went into his office where Snake lounged in his office chair, feet up on the large red leather desk. He looked up as she came in and stared at Oriella with surprise, seeming to slowly take in how she had flowered over the summer, his eyes roving deliberately from her shapely legs, her firm bare midriff and then he had clocked her expanded bosom, straining in its tight short t-shirt. After lingering thoughtfully for a moment his eyes finally came to rest on the stunning beauty of her face. Then slowly lifting himself languorously from his chair he approached with a wide smile. Why Oriella," he said, you have grown both taller and considerably more beautiful over the holiday. His six-foot-three height always made her feel like the little girl she had been when she had first met him. Now he looked down on her with satisfaction as he took in her new shape, examining the newly formed breasts that pressed against the tight cotton of her top. The look he gave may have been entirely appropriate for the supposedly evil Dada snake of Slytherin, but was probably inappropriate for your average teacher. His hands motioned in front of her and for a moment Oriella, heart thudding a little faster, thought he was going to grab her breasts and try them for size. But instead, as if by magic a badge saying prefect appeared in one hand and with extreme delicacy, he pinned it over her heart, being careful not to let the sharp pin prick her skin. Oriella grinned with excitement at the honor, prefect. She was so overwhelmed it did not occur to her that Dr. Snake was extraordinarily close. His hands continued to hover near her top as if he was wondering if he could dare lift it up and expose the secret delights it hid. He smiled again, um, he muttered your lips have filled out beautifully as well. Gosh, it is nice to have such a sexy and beautiful girl in my care. I like to make the beautiful ones my prefects so I can get to know them better. Maybe in your case the badge should say perfect instead of perfect you look so good. Dells are much more attractive to have around, and more tempting, than those horrible randy boys, I always think. I never make them perfects. You must come and have tea with me one day. He finished abruptly. Snake had never spoken to Auriella like this before and she felt flushed and a little delighted to have caught the attention of the older wizard. Sexy and beautiful, she thought, I like that description. Who is this Lucille Elastique I am to share with, she asked looking into his dark smiling eyes. Ah, Lucille, he said. She is a French girl, daughter of the infamous wizard the Marquis Elastique Le Grand. She has had to escape to Britain as her father was recently arrested for using black magic. I hope you will welcome her and make friends. I know you like to be friendly with girls. He winked and Oriella wondered quite what he knew exactly about her being friendly with girls. She is probably feeling lonely and scared. He continued, so I thought of Lovely You as the perfect companion. Please show her the ropes and mentor her through the complexities of Snogwort's life. Oriella smiled and agreed to go and find the new girl and introduce her to the house and the school. As she turned, Snake's hand patted her bottom and Oriella instinctively, brushed the hand away with her own which then came in hard contact with a very hard snake in snake's trousers. The doctor gasped and Oriella went brightly on her way thinking sex goddess, I won't even have to try. Up the spiral staircase to the senior girl's studder bedrooms went Oriella, wondering what Lucille would be like, her own French was reasonable, but she hoped the girl spoke English. Her bedroom was at the top of a tower with two staircases, which was split down the middle to divide the girl's and the boy's wings. As she walked in, she saw an elfish-looking figure wearing a light muslin shift leaning out of the window taking in the scenery. The sun shining on the girl made the shift almost see-through and Oriella stood transfixed for the moment looking at the golden figure, her youthful curves mere shadows under the material. Lucille straightened up and turned, the sun now illuminating the girl's strawberry blonde hair in a halo of brightness. She turned and smiled at Oriella, and Oriella's heart nearly stopped at the beauty of the girl before her. Ideas of herself as sex goddess disappeared as surely this was a real goddess revealed to her is all her power. My goodness, she whispered, you are beautiful, and more loudly vowsets tres belle mademoiselle. It too, said the stranger in a soft sexy voice. The girls were both beautiful. Oriella, long black braided hair with pale white skin from her Celtic ancestors, Lucille Strawberry blonde hair like rose gold in an elf bob, with honey gold skin toned by a more southern Sunday, Oriella eyes turquoise blue like a Caribbean sea and Lucille's green like emeralds. Both their bodies were at the point of maturity where the gawkiness of childhood is replaced by the perfect blossoming of young womanhood. Both with perfect breasts and hips and long and shapely legs. Oriella a fine round face with an sexy cupid bow lips and Lucille with the high cheekbones of an aristocrat and wide lip formed into a superior smile it was as if Lucille was a goddess of the sun and Aurelia goddess of the moon. They stood and stared at each other for a long moment then realizing her tongue was licking her lips and a blush was extending up her neck, Aurelia first broke contact. She said with a voice she later thought must have sounded like the excited gabbling of a 1950s gym mistress gosh hello, I'm Aurelia Divine, you must be Lucille Elastique, fantastic to meet you, gosh. We're to share this room. So jolly, I'm so very happy to meet you. Welcome to Slither in house. She stopped realizing she was babbling nonsense. Slither in? Slither, in, repeated Lucille slowly with a hint of a grin, the words rolling around her mouth, is that what a boy's cock does when he fucks you? Mad, it sounds like it. Oriella was shocked, which was actually something she could hardly believe, given her life to date. Shocked not so much by the swear words that had just come out the mouth of this golden goddess, but by the sudden thought of a boy's cock slithering between her legs. Looking at the expression on Oriella's face Lucille smiled broadly and broke into a beautiful tinkle of laughter. She walked forward, put her arms on Oriella's shoulders and kissed her on each cheek in the continental style. I am sorry, she said, but I had not realized, you are an innocent. So cute. Innocent. Gasped Oriella, in indignation, me. Cute. I tell you mademoiselle, I'm going to be voted the sex goddess of Slither in this year. You just took me by surprise I had just never thought of the word Slither in that way before. Quite an exciting concept really. The blonde girl stepped forward and looked deep into Auriela's sea blue eyes is sex goddess a position in this place. Like head girl. Wow. I thought you British didn't like sex. Oriella stared back and said a little quietly yes, we enjoy sex and sex goddess is a title you can win in the seventh year. The idea is to make all the other pupils want to slave to meet your every wish. Lucille stepped closer still so that the two goddesses now touched each other, nipple to nipple. Let's have a competition, she said, huskily, the words spoken so close to Oriella's lips she could feel the breath of them. Oriella brushed her lips against those of the other girl then she nervously pushed out her tongue and slowly parted Lucille's lips. Lucille responded and soon the girls were kissing passionately. Without letting go, Oriella led Lucille to one of the beds and there they lay together limbs tangled and breathing harder and harder as their bodies were turned on by the exploring hands of the other. Suddenly there was a flash and the raucous sound of male voices cheering. Magic! One shouted and the girls parted and sat up quickly to view a neat hole in the wall that separated their room from that of the boys on the other staircase. Magic, he repeated what do you think of that spell girls? We'll have to hang pictures or something over the hole when the rooms get inspected, but pretty neat, hey. The boys climbed into the room and Oriella and Lucille, a little disheveled, stood up in front of them. They were two seniors, Tony and Dave, who Oriella rather liked. Not the most handsome guys in the house, but fun, and always up to mischief. Wow it's Auriela. Fuck you've grown up, continued Dave in his loud voice and my god, who are you beautiful, he asked as he took in the glorious sight of Lucille. This is Lucille Elastique, daughter of the Marquis Elastique Le Grand, explained Auriela she's come over from France. Loose Elastic. Tony queried, fumbling the pronunciation, I hope your knickers have loose elastic makes them easier to pull down. Ha, ha. A new dad's called Arsticola. Fantastic, I cannot wait to get to know you better. He, he, he. Ha, shrugged Lucille, in a very Gallic way and I suppose you think that is funny little boy. You will not slither in your cock into me that easily. Tony and Dave looked at each other and burst out laughing slither in your cock, ha, ha, ha laughed Dave, hadn't thought of that one. Ha, ha, ha. Mind you, not a bad idea if you ladies are that way inclined. He smirked. Lucille without warning pulled her shift over her head and fully revealed her fabulous body to the others for the first time. Her golden skin shining in the late afternoon sunshine, her pert breasts erect, her pubis as naked and smooth as a baby's. You little boys wouldn't know how to treat a lady. You are all noise and jokes. Look on me and become my slaves. To be continued. By Jane 700 Bond for Literotica.
0: Thanks for joining us for today's Steamy Story. Come back tomorrow for another tale of explicit romance and passion. We hope you found pleasure in today's story. Be sure to subscribe to Steamy Stories Podcast in your mobile podcasting app. Our podcast server and website also contains our full library of past episodes. Happy dreams.